Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer I am Grant. Hey, what's up, Graham? Hey, guys. You know, I surprised myself by watching a documentary um, that I thought I would have absolutely no interest in because I have absolutely no interest in uh, playing golf, watching golf. But Mm. Tiger is the new documentary. It's pretty comprehensive, too. When did this come out? I think this week. Yeah, I want to watch this or a week in the last week or so. Yeah. It pretty much covers everything, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's the rise and fall, and then the comeback of, of Tiger Woods, everything in between. Uh, it's pretty tight as far as the storytelling goes. Um, I mean, we're talking, they've got footage from when he was a little boy with his yeah, dad. Unbelievable, and, as a little golfer. Oh my gosh, he was adorable. And so, I mean, you could tell he was really off to an amazing start. I'm and imagining Tiger doesn't participate in this. You are correct, yeah, Steve. he and is a very private man. He is. And that's what makes me kind of feel, a, I'm kind of torn. I thought they did a really great job. I'm really glad I watched it. I feel like I know so much more now. Things that all my friends, you know, who loved golf would talk about when it came to watching Tiger and why he was so um, captivating (sighs) and the greatest uh, golfer. It really does become mesmerizing. Like, how did he make that shot? I want to see that again. He did so many things for the game of golf. That will never, that no player will ever, in my eyes, ever do for kids, for adults, for viewership, for participation across the board, being in the golf industry my whole life. When he came on the scene, guys, the clubhouse was full of kids. Prior to 2000, you, you, it was like, oh, I got to go play golf with my dad, you know? But it became the cool thing again. Tiger Sunday, that red, the roar. I'm getting goosebumps like right now and I got to stop talking because I'll go on forever. Well, but. it's not even not even the fact that he was, you know, a young, such a young man playing golf, but he was a black man. Absolutely. Playing golf. Absolutely. Yes. Another big part, a huge part of it, a huge part of it. Plus, you know, do you ever remember Nike golf before Tiger Woods? Now, they've since <laughs> sort of gone away from golf. But then when they attached themselves to a golfer, Tiger Woods in this case, the fact that you had Nike, this buy in brand that any kid, any teen was instantly interested in a Nike athlete that helped to popularize golf gear and people now you want to go out and get golf shirts whether or not you golfed a lot because Tiger had it and there was a Nike swoosh on it and it just looked you're right it looked cooler his, yeah his impact on the game is just unbelievable which which made the fall his fall so amazing his professional yeah. accomplishments really juxtaposed so dramatically from his personal downfall. Mm-hmm. That it was just wild to watch it play out essentially in real time. Because I remember, it was, I'm going to guess on the year here. I'm going to say that it was November of 2009 that he, maybe eight or nine, right? That he 
there was yeah. word that he had been in a in a car accident, and I remember watching this on ESPN, and it just said Tiger Woods involved in some sort of an automobile accident mm-hmm. and had lacerations, had suffered lacerations to his face, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, oh, wow, that's crazy. I wonder what's going on. And when the details started to come out days after that, you just couldn't, you couldn't even believe it. It was, it was like, am I, is this real? Because everything looks so picturesque right the so biggest, perfect yeah the biggest fall from grace i've ever witnessed as a from anything and personally but donna when you were watching it question did it was it you said it covered everything i have heard that if you you know the, there was the michael jordan one that came out earlier this year that was focused on purely like the greatness the basketball that is this really shined on some of those down points right it, it focused well, on and it also focused on the really good stuff the difference is michael jordan participated in that documentary right yes. so you're yep. getting yep. kind of a, a fuller picture in this case you know when you have the the subject of a documentary that has control over the documentary you might not be getting a full picture absolutely so you know his complicated relationship with his father earl woods um, you hear from his father, not as the, but from, you know, previous interviews, but then you hear from his caddy. What's his name? Stevie, Steve, you know, his, his longtime caddy. Oh yes. Who he ended up parting ways yes, with in the yes. midst of the fallout. I mean, you get to hear his version of a story that he had a front seat to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You get to hear from his other friends, from friends of the family an ex-girlfriend, his mistress, you get to hear from that Rachel Yucatel. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Which is interesting to me because oh. she had a, um, you know, she had signed in a, a non-disclosure yeah, yeah, yeah. and she wasn't supposed to be talking. So I'm confused as to why she's oh, wow. actually, I mean, and you get it kind of in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Everything is told in chronological order. So even the things that Steve, you may not have known was going on behind the scenes you kind of get a better picture idea of how things ended up at, at with that car accident and his, and then his arrest you right. know the guy had so much pain yeah um you know he got arrested while on medication he was on nice. five different drugs yeah. he was on Vicodin and Ambien and Xanax and yeah and wow. my hurt my my heart like hurt for him and i hated even though I really thoroughly thought they did a great job with this documentary, I really did hate some of the footage that they used of him in his most vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Like he's so intoxicated, so mm. intoxicated. And like there's f- footage from the, the police cameras. Yeah. He can barely stand. And then, yeah. The, yeah. And then seeing him in the holding cell and I'm like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like they were they crossed a little bit of a line, but how do you get the full story if you don't tell the truth? Well, and I then think of it now too through a, a different lens, which is his kids mm-hmm. are growing up now. He just played that tournament, that father son tournament, how cool is with that? his little guy a few weeks ago, um, and that was such a cool moment. So that'll be tough for them to navigate too, because. If you have your own personal private failures, it's tough enough to figure out, all right, how do we communicate like our broken humanity yep. to our children to teach them things so that they can um, live better, you know, know better, do better. When you've lived so publicly and the videos are out there and now the documentary is out yes. there, that's a tough spot. Well, for and them. I think he's going to face the music when it comes time, when his kids ask him questions. That's part of the documentary, too. He, yeah. when, when being interviewed, he said, 
I will teach them to take responsibility for you. You know, the guy is a human being and people put him on such a pedestal and we love to see people fall from grace. Right. You know, and then when he comes back, then you act like you were supporting him the whole time. And there were some things that really ticked me off. Also, the the head of the um, what's the golf course in Georgia? Augusta. Augusta National. Yeah, like him saying how disappointed he is in Tiger. And my first thought was, would you be saying that about Phil Mickelson? Would you be saying that about any other white golfer? Like, you're disappointed. What? What is, his personal life is none of your freaking business. And was he saying that in 2019 when he brought ratings like no other to the Augusta exactly. when he won it? And it was one of the greatest comebacks in sports yes. history. So Yeah, it's you, just gross. Yeah, it, it is, it's a t- but it is tough, though, because it was such a horrible thing that he got into that happened that he did well and then you've got these brands that don't want to be associated with something that's tawdry you know that's sure you know so you get it but watch it it's called tiger it's on hbo max it's two episodes uh yeah two part series Mm -hmm. and um it's about runs about a total of three hours that's good that's not bad three hours for both for both total so an hour and a half for each yep that's great. Somewhere around there. It's really a, a well-told story. Uh, you're you you're make up on your a mind. tear. You Thanks, Steve. A tear, I'm there for you, buddy boo. Man, it's just incredible. All right, after the break, uh, we've got a couple studies. You were going to get to this earlier. We'll get to it now. The foods that will put you in a good mood and the foods that make you cranky and a yeah. bummer to be around. We'll get into that. And then also, have you ever been eco-shamed by your kids? Mm. <laughs> we'll dig into that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies, ladies, try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. She's the one with the girl voice and mine is a guy's. Are you feeling hangry right now? Always. Studies have shown that studies med- have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Well, in a related story then, I have a list of the foods that will put you in a bad mood and foods that'll put you in a good mood. Yummy. What do you want first? Uh, let's what let's find out what's putting us in a bad mood. Bad mood foods. Number one on the list is donuts, mm. alcohol, mm. soda, mm. energy drinks, mm. burgers, Herberg. candy, Donna, pizza, Donna, cake. This is sucky. White bread. We think this is a dumb list. Chips. Shut. Now for the good mood foods. Oh, here we go. Coffee. Kale. Oh. Hey. Hey. Coffee. That's, Yay, coffee. That's Woo. fun. Java. Java. Okay. Dark chocolate. 
Java. <laughs> oh, God. Java. But people liked calling it Java for a little while there. Late 90s, I feel like, early 2000s. Yeah, a cup of Java. We go into, is it, did they ever call it like a Java shop? Yeah, the Java hut at the state fair. That would be where I'd always get my coffee. Yeah, let's. The Java hut. All right. All right. Grapes. Oh, they'll kill your dogs, but they'll make you happy. You decide. Berries. Berry. Yogurt. Yogi. I just had some yogi yesterday. I did too. Greek yogurt, blueberries, and uh, organic honey. I put it in my smoothie. Nice. Eggs. Salmon. I, I am making salmon tonight. <gasps> I had salmon last night. I My salmon is frozen, and it said on the pakage... Don't thaw this. Cook it frozen. And it's already been herbed up and everything. Herbed up. Herbed up. up. Um, Oranges, apples, and melons. Those are your happy foods, okay? Basically, stay away from the sugar and the alcohol and the white flour. Well, I think that's super disappointing. Um... (laughs) Yeah, what did you think if I if I came here and was like, okay, um, Big Macs, here's your happy foods. These are going to make you feel real good. Okay, I'm going to send you a picture. Red meat. Red burp. Red burp. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send Donna okay. and producer Grant a uh, picture. Okay. Now, I'm, it's of the whole pantry, so my wife's going on this organizing tear. Great. Donna... I'm speaking to you, though, because you're my candy lover. Now you're telling me it's going to put me in a bad mood, according to this study. But zoom in at the top the top shelf in the pantry. Yep. <gasps> That's a lot of candy. What do we see? Zoom in. Holy cow. Okay, you've got Mike and Ike's. I want those. Hot tamales. Ooh. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolates are for Adeline because she has braces and can't have gummy candy. Continue. Starburst. Sour oranges. Those are sour gummies. That's a mix of sour bears and those sour watermelons. Ugh, low lollipops? What's low mean? No, I think it was just improper spacing. It's meant to say lollipops. Oh, <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, what are low Leapops? <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't read the other things on the yeah, side. Yeah, Skittles oh. and something else. It Jeez, is... You guys buy a lot of stuff in bulk. Well, she is right now she's on a tear. And it looks so beautiful. She has always been. And you know what's funny? She's never even watched the home edit. I was like, you should probably watch the home edit because you're doing, I think, I haven't seen an episode, but I think from following them on Instagram, they do a bunch of things like this. We're trying to get cereal dispensers. That's weird. That are like legit. Anyway. Why do she you need dispensers the, for your cereal? She just thought that it would be one less box in and out and these kids are pouring cereal and then there's Cheerios on it's the counter beautiful. and all that. I love so then it. you put the bowl under, you turn the handle and you get some cereal right in your bowl. Um, anyway, but she, she is the candy aunt. Like her nephews know that when we go to Aunt Lou's house, she has candy. 
And so are all of you granola people, like if I showed that to Elizabeth, not only would she get sick to her stomach, but she'd also get deeply, uh, deeply judgmental. What I do love is that you get your paper towels at Kirkland at uh, Costco, just like I do. Yes, Quay. We're so much alike. Nope. Now tell us how your kids are shaming you. Have you been eco-shamed by your children? These little rugrats come in. There is a survey out there saying that, yes, it happens. Two out of five parents have been eco-shamed by their children for things like throwing something in the garbage that you could have recycled. And then little Billy is running his mouth because that day in class, he learned that you can recycle that for leaving the water running, for leaving lights on in a room after you left. I think buying it's great. things in non-recyclable Listen, packaging. Listen, we taught them to be this way. I blame Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's big into recycling or not. I'm sure she is. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're doing that, for leaving the TV on. Now, this, I must say, I think my children are inside out because I'm telling them all the time, hey, you can recycle that. We can turn the TV off if we're done watching it. Does anyone know where these light switches are? Yeah, they're in the same place they've always been. Turn your lights off. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's exciting. Leaving the door open when the heat or the air is on. But that's always a good opportunity for the dads, you know. What am I, heating the whole neighborhood? Right. See, that was the way it was. That's the way it was in my house. Like, my dad could say that stuff to me. But if I said that stuff to my dad. He'd be like, who pays the bills around here? Right. Like, I remember I would leave my shoes in front of the door. And, you know, he would take them and just bring them and not whip them at me, but like throw them at me like, where do these go? You know, and then I did that one time to him. <gasps> well, because he's oh. your father and yeah. you're his son. Yeah, it did not work out well. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. I would never talk back to my father. That, well, that even, but, but I'm saying, like, these things, pointing these out are kind of, in my eyes, I see it as like, hey, you tell me to do this all the time, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. And I don't find that right, personally. <laughs> mm. 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 Oh, these smart-ass kids. Do you hey, Donna! Hey, what? That's why you can't baby. How do you feel when your kids call you out, Steve? <laughs> um, you know, they don't do it much, but th- I mean, there are certainly times where you're like, hey, listen, I am the parent in this relationship. And someday you'll grow up and you'll earn that responsibility through a, through your years of service on earth. You now get to be in charge of a little fraction and that's you. We're trying to grow you up to be responsible, little not terrible people. Ah! We got confessions Our- coming up. Yeah, the question is, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever gotten into an argument about? (laughs) (laughs) We'll dig into it when we return on Don and Steve. Oh, if you've gotten into a ridiculous argument, give us a call, 651-641-1071, because the confessional is open. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. What inspired this question, Steve? Steve? Hello. Well, yeah, well. let me uh, work on seeing what's up with Steve here. Okay. Yeah. Um, you could give us a call, 651-641-1071. Uh, it's also on Facebook, so... You can respond to our question right there, which is what I am trying to do right now. And it's taken me a minute to bring it up. Okay, I found it. Um, I've gotten into an argument before. I hear Steve. Hi. Hi. There he is. Hey, buddy. I made it. I got into an argument over the... um, 
So it had to do with trail mix. And there are certain <laughs> things that I don't like. Did you blow up? Donna? So I didn't blow up. The other person did. My boyfriend at the time. I um, I like to just pick out the things that I like. And then he'd get mad because I was screwing with the ratio. <laughs> you know, and it's not fair to other people. So, <laughs> I mean, it was like a like a, a serious argument. I'm like, you're being ridiculous. This is the stupidest thing. No, it matters to me. Because you're taking out those. There, we used to get these furry apricots. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they're like know. dried apricots and they're, they're like almost black. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A furry black does not sound tasty. Where's this guy now? <laughs> uh, I'd rather not say thank you. He's definitely still local. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Well, listen, I got into an argument about lamplight in the office, in the Twin Cities Live office. The only argument I've ever gotten in, in the, uh, from my whole time working here at KSTP. One argument had to do with the lighting in our office. We wanted to change it out from fluorescent bulbs to lamp light. Mm. And then we went out. We did this whole thing. We got everybody a lamp for their desk, blah, blah, blah. And then one of the guys was like, yeah, I hate it. I want to throw this lamp away. And then I was really frustrated with him of the principle of like, what are you What are you talking about? And then he was sticking to his position. I was sticking to my position. And there we are arguing about essentially trail mix. What are we doing? <laughs> and, I, I, and we hugged it out and we made up. But I, we were both... Heated with each I other. I hate those new bulbs, those bright ones. <laughs> Are those the ones that you were arguing for or against? No, we were we were arguing for let's take out the overhead fluorescent oh, bulbs, sure, the yes. long tubes, and let's all do lamps. And then if everybody has a lamp, it'll be soft light in here. You know, and then I realized don't get caught up in the little things. Don't get mad over stupid things. Now, since then I'm sure I've gotten mad over a bunch of stupid things. Just be in a marriage long enough and you argue about all sorts of dumb stuff. If but you some... get better at squashing the beef. Yeah. Uh, if true. somebody walked in here right now and turned on the light switch, I would be so irritated. You might punch him. I might punch him. <laughs> One time in the throat. I'm punch him. Let's go to David. Hey, David. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my gosh. Ah. Not as good as you. What are you, in sales, David? Oh, no. No, I'm not. I'm just out driving doing some errands today. But nice. uh, uh To answer your question, though, we just had a really stupid argument the other night. So, you know, all the restaurants have been closed and we haven't been able to go out or anything. And so we made some plans with some of our neighbors to just go just to a local bar, nothing fancy, just to get some tacos and burgers. And I'd gotten ready that day, but I put on a hat, like a knit hat, because I haven't had a haircut in like a month and a half because my barber canceled my appointment for whatever reason. And he's like, my, my husband was like, are you not going to do your hair before we go? I'm like, we're going to a Tony bar. Nobody cares. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And then and then we show up and our friends meet us there. And my friend has her knit hat with a big ball on top of it, too. I'm like, see, Rob, it doesn't matter. We can just wear a hat. It, you know, and I got and I was like, I'm getting my hair cut the next day, which I did. <laughs> you know, it looks, it looks fabulous. Chill out, Rob. You, yeah. know what, you know what, David? I think it's because, it, if I dare say, he didn't want to be embarrassed. By your schlubbiness. No, he was just like, why are you so lazy that you can't do your hair? That's what it was. Because he wanted you to look good. Well, I know, but I was like, it's bad. I need a haircut, and it's coming tomorrow, so we'll be just fine. I'm sure you look fabulous no matter what, David. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. David, thank you for the call. (laughs) Of of course. And and, and, uh, 
you guys need to do another segment with uh, with Kelly and Ryan because your your Steves are so funny. I could watch those over and over and Aww. over again. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for yeah. We're hoping for some more fun okay. down the line. All right, have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, thanks, David. Mm. Here's uh, what Rachel said. We're, the question today: We're in confessions. What is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever gotten into an argument about? <laughs> Rachel says, "If the letter Y was a vowel or not." Parentheses, of course, it is. Is it? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and W. Yeah, it's a weird thing. No, why really is? There's a sometimes thing with it. There's a there's a unique rule, rule, role. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if you had a word with W Y whatever, it acts as the vowel. Yeah, in Clay. that situation. Barbara. By the way, um, Colleen walked in here and turned the light switch <laughs> I was on. Who did that? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Kill her. Oh, that's great. Uh, anyway, go Good ahead. You, uh, Barbara says the dumbest thing she's gotten into an argument about, whether it's the chicken dance or the duck dance. It's the chicken, chicken dance. dance. Da, 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 I mean, if you're going to have an argument like that, make it about duck, duck, gray duck, or duck, duck, goose. We all know it's goose. You know, Jimmy Fallon asked this question maybe four or five years ago, and it was uh, fill in your dumb argument. And somebody said it was whether or not it was the Little Caesars tagline was pizza pizza or eat some pizza eat some pizza which really does make sense but it's pizza pizza maybe he's saying pizza 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 pizza. throw that into pizza pizza (laughs) that's funny because people are saying similar things like um how many claps there are in the intro to the song friends Uh, four Gladys says potatoes are not vegetables. And then uh, Carrie said, oh, no, not Carrie. Where's uh, hey, Carrie? Thanks, my Rick. sister insisted uh, marshmallows had no sugar in them. That's another Carrie who said that. Oh, my God. Uh, Noah said the content of an episode of Silver Spoons. It actually almost led to a divorce. Nancy wow. said the butter was too hard. We almost didn't get married that day because of it. Forty years later, we still laugh about it. And I still don't like my butter hard. That's a good one. Uh, Debbie got into a big argument whether they needed an ice maker in their new fridge. <laughs> oh, God, I'm praying mine does not, not work. I looked up, never mind, I'll tell you later. I looked up my refrigerator, how much it would cost to replace it. You would fall off your chair right now if you knew how much. Obviously, I didn't pay for it. It came with the house. I had no idea refrigerators were that expensive, okay? Anyway, I'm arguing. How much was your fridge? I, I think it's like $9,000. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Cue the Christian Bale sound. Oh, she's got a, good for you. I know, but I didn't pay for it. I will have to pay for it if I replace it. Otherwise, I will have a little, tiny little refrigerator in yeah. a big arse space. Because you got a built-in. It's built into your wall. Yeah. How dare they? I want a tour of your home. Yeah, it's a dump. Do you you have a refrigerator on both levels or just one? On two levels. It's like a garage refrigerator. We we have a garage fridge, too. But mine's (laughs) in my laundry room, like super fancy. What? Anyway, it's in my laundry room. Wait, your refrigerator's in your laundry room? Correct. Backup refrigerator, right? I don't care what refrigerator it is. What's it doing in the laundry room? That's where it was when I moved in. I have a freezer in my laundry room. What? Yeah. Um, I have a a little uh, lift-up freezer in my laundry room, yeah. But that's the basement for old homes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Is yours in the basement, Donna? 
Uh, it's the basement before the basement. Okay, because we have we have uh, we have top floor laundry, which is a good perk in these new homes. Very when the true. laundry is up there and you're not lugging them up and down the steps. That's true. Oh, that's awesome. Jealous. And this, you deserve this. Oh, good for you. Sandra said, "My cousin Ryan and I got into an actual fist fight. Oh, no. over a game of Pictionary. Oh, fist fight. No, <laughs> that's funny." A- bummer if you're just joining us we are in the confessional asking the dumbest argument you've gotten into uh laura says the cost of a single banana at a store it was 15 years ago and we can finally sort of joke about it now the correct answer is it's okay to pay a little extra for the convenience of getting a single banana hmm that's odd oh this i bet this is a good one for a lot of people how to load the dishwasher Ha, that ha. can end up with forks being yeah. thrown. <laughs> yeah, we have our kids do the chore, which is emptying the dishwasher. But we are—they are not anywhere near intellectually developed to load it. Yeah, not yet. That would be yeah, not yet. You know, Steve, this is funny. I'm um, speaking of dishwashers. I I could not get my dishwasher to work. And I kept pressing, you know, it says hold for three seconds to cancel. I kept doing that, kept doing that. Well, of course, I didn't save the book, so I go online. I'm talking hours of trying to get this dishwasher to start. There's a childproof thing on it where you have to press a special combination of buttons to get it to reset. (laughs) Just to keep the kiddos from pressing any buttons because, you know, buttons are fun. Yes. Thank you. I, I did something similar. I installed a garbage disposal. Didn't take out the little plug that allows the dishwasher to drain back into the garbage disposal. So for about two weeks, I sat there with my hands up like I thought I broke my dishwasher. Went to YouTube two seconds later, popped that bad boy out. Boy, did I feel like an idiot. Yeah. For two weeks, I sat there wondering what was wrong, trying all those combinations, resetting it, yep. everything I could think of. Uh, and it was just a little thing inside the garbage disposal. Who knew? By the way. Going back, somebody talked about bananas there in an argument from that. Yes. Let's talk about how we have to be careful about what we say here on these airwaves because we impact people, whether we know it or not. Yeah. Gail. Gail writes, email, subject, bananas, which we talked about earlier in the show. Hmm. I crave bananas and enjoy bananas. Now, I feel like something is wrong with me. (laughs) Gail's got a complex She's probably craving potassium. It's not the banana that you really want. It's your body telling you this is what you need. Thank you. Becky uh, sends an email saying, number one, poutine, so good. Oh, gosh, I could go for some poutine right now. I am craving that hard. I would pay $25 for a single order of poutine right now. Would you really? Yeah. Also, Taco Bell's Cheesy Fiesta Tates have been a T-Bell staple for a decade or so. I was surprised that they got rid of them. Those are back. The Tate Taco is the Spicy Fiesta Potato Taco. Wow, Becky's my kind of lady. Ding, dang, diggly, do. Dumb. Not going to read it. All right. right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Grant, did you answer that question? dumbest argument um we don't really argue about honestly we're like we've we don't we're one of those couples that just we've we've gotten to that point like steve said where it's just not worth the time for us to argue well how about with someone else co-worker friend um oh gosh you know my biggest argument was shared common areas with roommates 
keeping oh. common areas. If it's you can make your room as messy as you want to make it, but if you're in the common area and you leave a soda on that table and so you get up, me. pop whatever, you get up, pick up that can. Don't make mm. me pick that up. Oh Don't. my god, oh. you are my brother from another. Oh, that was my biggest thing. I get in arguments. Well, was and you guys would have hated living with me in college. No, are you messy? <laughs> You're not I, I was then. I'm much better now. My wife's beaten me into submission over the years. I just, there's something about like messy environment, messy mind. Yep. You yes. know, like yeah. can't relax. Can't... can't relax. Yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, what do you got when we're coming up in the final stretch here? Oh, we have various things we could get to. How about a blind guy who can see again because of science? Science. When we return, it's a good story. Next. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Oh, there she goes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. TV's Steve Patterson. Hey, thank you very much, Donna. You heard, huh? Probably about Twin Cities Live, weekdays, 3 o'clock. Show's been on for almost 13 years. And you've been there for how long? Uh, six years. Okay. Yeah, six years. Six and a half. <laughs> oh wow! Thanks. That's about as long as I've been here. Not six and a half. I know because I when I uh, when I came to Twin Cities, I'll tell you about a blind man who can see again in a moment. But first, this more consequential story. When I first started at KSTP, you were just mm, like a butterfly bursting out of her cocoon, and that tight, restrictive cocoon. For the sake of this discussion, was. Hee-ha, suey, spatoon, patoon, radio. <laughs> and they finally, you burst out of there, and we saw that you were a monarch. Even though they dressed you up like a caterpillar the whole time, hmm. we saw your wings and were amazed at your beauty. <laughs> and they said to me, hey, can uh, we should have Donna Valentine on to host uh, with you on Twin Cities Live. And she's, you know, kicking around some things here. And maybe you had just started on the Donna and Marley show. And uh, it was great. And, uh, and I, don't, I think we were a little awkward together that first time. But that's okay. Donna, the story's about you. But it's me telling it, so it's boring. I'm sorry. Donna, wake up. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. You're our beautiful monarch butterfly. Look at her wings. <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone in the Twin Cities Live office saying, oh, did you hear? Donna Valentine. It was big news, Donna. Was it? Yes. That's nice. We're happy to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, D word. What a journey. Because Apple News is so terrible, <laughs> I am now going to read you the headline to the oh, story God. and then recall what I read earlier this morning. Is it going to be better than that story? I led with the other one. There's a synthetic cornea that helped a legally blind man regain his sight. Okay, that's cool. Isn't that amazing? Yes. He immediately was able to read letters and clocks and see faces. Oh, my God. So this is like a transplant? It's a, a, you know what? It actually doesn't require a donor. This is a synthetic cornea. Oh, Oh. So it's not even we need someone's organs donated oh. posthumously. This is, it's okay, we created a cornea. Okay. How about that? Okay, that's cool. I have a story for you. Okay. I swear that I read a story this morning, not from Apple News, that was that 
you can regain sight, scientists have found, by taking a donor eye, putting it into a person who's lost their sight, and they can regain sight. Yeah. Yeah, man. This legally blind 78-year-old man regained his sight. Uh, let's see here. I think it is an organ donor thing. No, well, normally it is, but th- what's different about this headline is this is a synthetic cornea. Okay, okay. This was created by Pinky in the Brain, mad scientist at work, Dr. Frankenstein. I like that better. Me too. I want to be like on Sammy Davis Jr. over, you know, walking around with someone else's knee cartilage or... I, Herbert. Didn't Sammy Davis Jr. lose his eye? He had a glass eye. He had a glass eye. Yeah. I'm gonna go. No, please don't leave me there <laughs> with that. Now I'm sitting in the aftermath of a horrific injury to Sammy Davis Jr. You leave then. Uh, all right. Can we talk about Russell Crowe? Since we don't, I'll, I'll be know honest. What we're talking about. Do Do we not have American Dream? Do you want to hear it? I I really do. Okay. So that means Steve didn't like his story. So I sampled this song this morning. There is a a country artist. Uh, He is a young black man. His name is Willie Jones. I believe he was a contestant on X Factor. And he's got a new song out called American Dream. The video showcases, and I did link this up at mytalk1071.com. He's got some footage of um, George Floyd, you know, and it, it's kind of a social statement. But this song, I think, needs more attention. This is fantastic. It's very powerful. Um, let's sample it together. All right, this guy, I have predictions. He's going to be an award-winning artist because I don't know if he specifically wrote this song, um, but he delivers, that's for sure. And the video is fantastic, too. Oh, my gosh, Gosh. I love it so much. It's a a combination of like a comic book with like him in his basement trying to figure out what's going on with the world. It's really, the you guys should check out this video too. I did. It's Jeez. great. Uh, his new album is called Right Now. It'll be out this Friday. I am predicting that there's going to be collaborations. You know, I can see a Chris Stapleton collaboration with this guy. So oh, good. That'd be good. Boy, that sounded great. I know. I loved it. Oh, too. I'm glad you guys say liked it Say his name too. again. Uh, Willie Jones. Willie Jones. Yeah, it was. He's cool looking too. He looks like Willie a, Jones. Very handsome young man. Yes. Thank you for listening. Great find, Donna. Really. Thanks, you guys. Good find. Oh man, I'm special. Okay. Okay. Man. Um, tomorrow <laughs> coming up on tomorrow's episode of the Donna and Steve Show. Yeah. A variety of entertainment topics. <laughs> Some <laughs> lifestyle segments. We've got a Tide Pop College, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, too. Oh, shoot, oh. dog. Big oh. money up here for grabs. And we should let friends know. I don't know if it's starting this week or next. No, maybe next week. We are working on bringing back the Millennial X Games. Yeah. We'll bigger do and better than ever. Let's do it for a fresh start February. How's that sound? Yeah, Queen. Oh, I love it. Colleen and Bradley are waiting in the wings. They are coming in next with lots of entertainment to entertain you. And we'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Love you long time. All right. Bye. Bye.